Hello and welcome to Truth Talks, brought to you by South African author, theologian and church leader, Dr. Christopher Pepler. Hello again. I've called the Truth Talk, A Psalm Today Keeps the Blues Away. Now that old adage, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, is basically unproven. Funnily enough, a couple of years ago I read an article which said, the nutritional value of apples has gone down so much that you need to eat about 17 of today's apples to equate to the value, the nutritional value, of an apple in our forefathers' day. But you know, the somewhat changed adage of a psalm today keeps the blues away is true. Here in South Africa, we are deep into a 21-day COVID-19 lockdown. Well, we were told yesterday that it's no longer 21 days, it's actually a 35-day lockdown. So despite our best intentions, it's quite hard to feel up all the time. It's quite easy to feel a little down and blue from time to time. So it's at times like this that some of the Psalms of the Bible take on fresh meaning for us. Especially Psalms like Psalm 23, Psalm 91, and Psalm 27. Take Psalm 23, for instance. Now, there can't be too many people, Christians or non-Christians alike, who haven't heard of Psalm 23, or even heard of all of Psalm 23. Those of us who have been to a number of funerals hear it over and over again. But they've also put it to song, to music, many, many times. In the context of our current time of crisis, read again what King David wrote all those thousands of years ago because they are applicable still to us. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Now, this is not necessarily a promise of immunity. Yesterday, in fact, I, by mistake, tuned into a television program where there were a whole lot of prophets going and doing their thing. And the, the man who was holding it all together, the kind of commentator, was saying things like, just take a little oil and, and paint it on your door frames of your house, and then you'll be immune from this COVID-19 virus that's going around. And then he quoted that, you see, the oil stands as a symbol for the blood of the lamb, the lamb that was shed at Pentecost, sorry, at Passover, the lamb that was blood was painted on the lintels of the Israeli houses at the time the angel of death passed over, and they were granted immunity. So, we all Christians are granted immunity. Well, no, I take exception to that, and I think it's a pretty dangerous thing to say. I just hate to think of what will happen if we all take that kind of thing at its face value and run out into the world again defying the government legislation, defying common sense, defying good medicine, and expose ourselves and others to a deadly disease. No, the real issue here is, I will not fear. Why? For God is with me. Now that is a rock-solid promise of His, that He will be with us through all things. And let me read it again. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Now look at Psalm 91. It's perhaps less quoted than Psalms 23. But what a wonderfully uplifting composition it is. Usually attributed to Moses, by the way. And its opening verses are glorious. They're worthy to be put into poetry and sung. 
Here's the opening verse. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of El Shaddai. The basic meaning of El Shaddai is God Almighty. But over the years, various Bible scholars have attributed several shades of meaning to it, such as El Shaddai, the All-Sufficient One, the One who is strong while we are weak, the One whose grace is sufficient for us. Do you remember when Paul asked God to remove his affliction, that thorn in his flesh? And the Lord replied, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Of course, you'll find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. Now, in my young days as a Christian, so that's four decades ago, over 40 years ago, I used to love to play and to sing a song made famous by Amy Grant which is really worth listening to again, her version or many other versions. It's called El Shaddai. If you just hop onto something like YouTube and search for it, just search for the words El Shaddai, you'll find it. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful song based on Psalm 91. But Psalm 91 doesn't end with verse 1, because the very next verse is a powerful affirmation, which if we believe and speak out will surely dispel fear and melancholy. It says this, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. I, I will say of the Lord, I will speak it out, He, God, is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And then verses 9 to 11 and then verse 14 set out what is best defined as a conditional promise. And here's where it gets a little bit tricky. It says this, If you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you, no disaster will come near your tent, for he'll command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. Now, why I said it's a bit tricky is because how, how do we deal with these kind of provisional promises? Are we to take them personally? Are they applicable to all of us as Christians, generally, in all circumstances? Are they to apply only to us in particular circumstances? I think one of the keys to trying to wrestle with this is to ask the question, who's the you here? Who's the he here? If you make the most high your dwelling, because he loves me, says the Lord. Well, we know this was written by Moses and we, sorry, by, by David. And we know that much of David's life, towards the end of his life particularly, was fraught. And even when he was a younger man, when he was running away from Saul, he had to go through an awful lot of stuff. And he made some terrible blunders and he had to really live through some difficult times. So, it's very unlikely that David is sort of writing just generally as this philosophical song. No, I think he's speaking about himself. He, he's affirming again, David, if you make the Lord your, your dwelling, then he'll be your refuge. I think the way I would kind of deal with something like this is I would ask the question, is God, the Holy Spirit, applying this particular promise into my life right now? As I pray about it, as 
as, as I live through it, am I hearing his voice within saying, this is for you now, I'm with you, and I will protect you from this. You're going to come out the other end. I think a secondary question is also, am I fulfilling a particular call of the Lord's? Has he called me to a particular task that I can step out with in his name with absolute confidence that he will be my refuge and that no harm will befall me and that I will come out through this? But you know, in times of world and national and personal crisis, I think we need to resist the temptation of overanalyzing and over-theologizing, and rather just simply ask the Holy Spirit to speak this into our hearts, deeply into our hearts. The last example I want to quote is Psalm 27. I guess this is one of my very fam favorite psalms, and it's a very good way to conclude this particular truth talk, is just to direct you to some of the verses of this marvelous Psalm 27. Verse 1. The Lord is the, my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Verse 5. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shadow of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Verses 13 to 14. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. So my invitation to you, and I speak it back to myself as well, is to go back into these Psalms. At times which are difficult, as these days certainly are, these crazy mad days we're living through, to read again Psalm 23, read again Psalm 91, read again Psalm 27. Speak it out to God. Speak it out as affirmation of His goodness. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak it back into our lives and into our hearts, to give us strength and encouragement. And may God bless us. May God bless you. May He keep us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Truth Talks from Truth is the Word Ministry. If you'd like to share your views, read up on related topics, or purchase one of Dr. Pepler's books, please visit his blog on truthistheword.com. And remember, truth is the word.